G'day guys, welcome to Talk Shop, the workshop talk show. We are your hosts, Al and Imo, husband and wife duo, building our dream lifestyle one project at a time. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we work. And pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. G'day guys, we're back again with another episode of Talk Shop. And we're your host, Al and Imo. How are you going out there? How are you, 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 you going? going? Hey, guys. <laughs> Very happy to have you all here as per usual. Welcome back to our bedroom. It's a Monday afternoon. It's a little bit windy outside. Edwina's doing backflips on the end of the bed. Goldie's just gone to sleep. And we are exhausted. But we're excited to be here because we love hanging out with you all. And let's start with a little bit of an update. A bit of an update, guys. The course is going really well. Our students are giving us such good feedback. Like, it's really fun to sort of see them every week on our Zoom call with them and, like, catch up and find out what's been going on and how they're implementing the things that are in each lesson of the course, hey? Yeah, and just watching their ideas develop, like, it is so exciting because there are so many different types of makers in the group and everybody's style is wildly different. It's just so cool to see that all kind of unfold. And yeah, I'm just so excited because we're not even halfway through. And by the time, like already the progress is just amazing. So I just can't even imagine what our students are going to be like once they actually finish the course. So very proud mom over here, not only of my baby and my puppy, but also of all of our students as well. It's so exciting. Um, Yeah, to watch it all just unfold. I know, like watching you go through this course process is really cool because I know this is what really gets you excited is like seeing people realize their dreams and like guiding them on that way, realizing their true potential, I guess, and getting like clarity, you know, that's what it's all about. It's like, oh, what do I, I know what I want to do. I want to be a furniture maker. I want to be an upholsterer or whatever, but how do I do it in the best way possible to make it like my full-time thing? And I think that's what this course is providing. And I can tell you're getting excited when you see the students like implementing these things and they give you feedback that they're excited. You're just like, yes, it's working. I feel like I've found my purpose. Like I've always loved helping other businesses realize their full potential. And for a long time, you know, I did the branding. I built the websites. I came up with like, you know, the stories behind their businesses, but now I can just give people the framework and they can figure it out themselves, which I think truly does create a more authentic brand. So I'm just so excited. Like I mentioned before, proud mum over here. And I just cannot wait to share some stories from our students from within the course about their progress and kind of where they started and where they ended up. But um, yeah, apart from that, We have been pretty busy with like some organization stuff for our house because we are going to be filming and documenting the build and blogging it and sharing the entire process and all of the stuff that we're doing with inside the build. So we are actually partnering with some really awesome brands. So I've been doing quite a lot of back and forth communication via email, Zoom meetings and whatnot to get all that locked in. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, well, I'm just kind of bracing myself for the period in time where I'm going to be doing building the house, well, doing the carpentry side of the house and running the furniture work. So yeah, it's kind of like it's bubbling up in my mind of like, this is on the verge of happening. I'm going to basically have two jobs at once, plus still be a dad and, you know, a husband, pup dad, all those other things that I that take up a lot of time as well. So I'm kind of like, wow, I'm really busy now. Like, how's it going to be in, you know, six months from now when we're midway through the 
build. But it's exciting. I'm really like excited to get going with the project, see some stuff come out of the ground and come reality. You know, we've got the plans, we've got the walkthrough videos and stuff, and I'm ready. I'm ready to like get it moving. Yeah, 100%. Like if we're busy now, oh my God, where are we going to be we in don't six know months from yet. now? Anyway, it's all very exciting. We're in such an amazing position to be able to do this. So we're feeling unbelievably grateful. And anytime we do get really busy and overwhelmed, we just think, what would we rather be doing? And I think back to that horrible job I was in before and being absolutely miserable and traveling three hours a day in the car to get to the city and back. And just, yeah, I absolutely love our lives now, even though they are quite busy. I always ask myself, what would I be rather doing? Uh, I ask myself that all the time because speaking of being busy this weekend, we just did two deliveries and I had to smash out one of those jobs like a little bit quicker than I thought just to get it done so that we could deliver the two together. So we drove into Melbourne, we delivered these massive jobs and one of them was like enormous, the headboard for it, which is only a queen size, which I've got the king size version coming up soon. So it's an extra 300 mil wider and I'm hoping that that one actually we don't have to personally deliver that one we're we're just chucking that on a freight so hopefully those guys have a good time delivering that one yeah this one was 2.5 meters wide and it went upstairs and like it was a yeah 2.5 meters by 1200 high by 190 deep so it's like a decent size and solid timber so you know with shelving and stuff so it's not just like super thick but it was very heavy wasn't it and we luckily had old mate linton to help us out yeah the muscle we had to bring a friend in because there's absolutely no freaking way we could have got that headboard up that staircase without him so thank god we've got strong muscly men around that can help us um but let's kick this episode off with a listener review and this is from julia who's actually a student with inside our course and she said i'm i've just listened to the latest podcast resonating hard and finding your first point very thought reaffirming having recently moved to the country and missing out on so many parties but having it all be worth it. And that was from our episode last week where we talked about where our optimism has led to opportunity. And one of our points was making the decision to leave the city and move down to the coast. And um, yeah, we missed a hell of a lot of parties when we moved away, but also we had the excuse of not going to the shit ones. Yeah, I think the point that comes to my head is like, I used to always have that FOMO, like the fear of missing out on something else. But then you've got to kind of just say to yourself, like, I'm not missing out on anything I'm doing what I want to be doing and you know yeah my friends might all be together one night and I'm not there but you know I'm still enjoying my life what I'm doing and so you got to kind of just tell yourself that at least you know so you don't feel like you're missing out on these parties and stuff like that so I think it's been great because I feel like we've been able to really pick and choose what we go to when you're in the city you kind of feel obliged to go to everything all the time because you're there yeah but you can kind just of be like, like oh I'm tired I'm gonna stay home people are like what what do you mean you're Come just down. around like, the corner. What's going yeah. on? Whereas like we live like an at least an hour from the city. So we can be like, sorry guys, too hard. And, and now with a baby, it's like, pff, mate, don't even think about it. Exactly. Exactly. So thanks again for that review, Julia. That's really nice of you to message in. So oh, and, and we are so stoked that you've moved away and you've absolutely loved it. Anyone who does it, I swear to God, they're always just like best decision I ever made. And yeah. we have so many friends who have moved down to the coast. 
every time we run into them, they're like, man, I just wish I'd done this sooner. A hundred percent. So yeah, congratulations on the move and hopefully it's um, working out for you. You just have to have some parties at home. Exactly. Get some new friends and have parties with them. Woohoo! Okay, so this episode is all about creating successful Instagram content. And also this stretches across other platforms, not only with Instagram. But the reason we put Instagram in the title is because we know that you're most likely going to click on it because everybody seems to be all wrapped up in Instagram and get stressed out about it so hard. So this episode is about creating engaging content and the reason why we want to talk about this is because I feel like we're pretty good at creating content. Yeah, I think so too. Like, especially you, like I'm just, a lot of the time I'm just featured in the content, but I guess I do have a lot of input to it. And yeah, I get my ideas across. I just, I'm not the person using the camera and doing the editing, but I'm definitely part of the creative process. So we've got this business where we've been doing it for so long now that it is kind of like, just something that's natural to us isn't it like we do a lot of content now yeah and I think like speaking of opportunity our content has really led to us getting a lot of really great opportunities whether that be brand collaborations or you know influencer marketing selling our products you know being featured on different publications it all comes from creating engaging content because other people want to feature it people like it they share it and then we can successfully sell our business and our products because we've created this content and people like know and trust us so the first point would be for anybody who's like where do I begin what the hell do I do it's to start with figuring out what your why is so what's the purpose behind your social media page yeah like is it a business page is it a personal page just a couple of weeks ago we did an episode about creating an Instagram for a business you know it might just be a personal page for you to just have a look around um Um, You don't technically need to even really post on those ones. Like you can just have a page so you can be on Instagram, look around, do a few comments, whatever you want to do there. But you might not even want to post on those, you know. What is the purpose behind your social media page? If you're listening to this, you probably have a business and you've clicked on this because you're like, fuck, I don't know what to do. Exactly. So why are you investing your time in it? Do you feel like Instagram is going to drive the results that you actually want? And I think that's a really important message to kind of drive in because we don't actually use Instagram for sales. Yeah. Instagram for us is more of a showcase of like, it's like a visual diary basically for our business, for our lives, our followers to sort of look at who we are and what we do. And it's not really trying to sell our products, is it? No. So for us, I think, you know, Our mission with our business is to create, live and inspire and we're trying to build our dream lifestyle one piece of furniture at a time and Instagram for us from the beginning has been a place for us to really document that journey and we hope that by people following us they feel inspired to go out there and create their dream lifestyles too. So for us, our Instagram and our social media is all really based around lifestyle and really going out there and chasing your dreams and actually just going for it. So that for us is our why. So what I want you to do is ask yourself, what is your overall goal for social media and who are you trying to reach? Yeah, like if your goal is to sell through Instagram, it's going to be a completely different approach 
to the way we approach our Instagram because ours, yes, sometimes our customers do find us through Instagram, but most of our customers find us through Google search. Like the bed that we just mentioned earlier in the intro, the massive headboard, the lady, as soon as we got there said, oh, I just searched for bookshelf bed head and our beds came up. So yeah, she's a barrister who reads a lot and she had four sons. She's an absolute queen. She's a single mum, four sons, barrister, absolutely killing it. And she was saying that her sons would always joke that the books would fall on her and crush her in her sleep. So she had to find a solution to that. And she was just Google searching uh, bookshelves and bed and our bed came up and it was the perfect fit for her. And we know that our target market generally are going to find us on Google. They're not really flicking around on Instagram. Yeah, so again, back to the purpose behind our Instagram. We're trying to just reach our peers, basically, and show people out there an inspiring sort of lifestyle. It's not really about selling the products. It's more just a visual representation of us as a brand, as people, and our messaging behind our brand. It's not really all about selling our products, is it? No. So the first thing I want you to do is figure out your why the purpose behind your social media, why you're investing your time in it, what is your overall goal and who are you trying to reach? That's the one. So second would be defining your brand. Okay, so this is a big one. So branding is your logo, your colors, your typography, all of those things, plus your content. And all of that needs to be really consistent and create a really like clear identity about who you are. So if you look at our social media, you'll see that we use a lot of bright colors. You know, we feature our beautiful landscape and lifestyle, and that's really our brand. You won't see us really veering away from that too often. And I think people can really identify us from the way we create our content. So our Instagram has always kind of kept those same themes that we started out with, the lifestyle, create Creativity, inspiring others to have this kind of cool lifestyle that, you know, is really fun and interesting and, you know, interesting to us. It's more targeted at our peers rather than our customers, like I said before. Yeah. And I think when you're coming up with like your content branding, I think a really good place to start is just doing some research, find those images that really resonate with you and then come up with like a color tone, color palette, you know, think about different kind of content that you want to create and how you can kind of, you can also introduce different colors and different fonts and type and stuff and really create a solid brand. So for example, we'll always use the same font. We never switch up the fonts. We've got our branding down pat and that's just what we use all the time. And I think over time you end up getting this like really consistent feed and people can recognize it straight away and be like, oh, that's an Alanimo. Yeah, I just think that's what any good brand does. You don't go on a website of a major brand and they're continuously changing fonts all over the place and the coloring, you know, and the imagery. It all looks consistent and it just matches throughout. So that's a major part of like having your Instagram look really professional is consistency, isn't it? Yeah. And that also goes for your kind of the filters that you use on your imagery. So I would come up with one that suits you and then just stick to it. Don't go jumping around using all different types of filters because it'll end up just looking really messy. Come up with your photography style, come up with your content style, whether that be particular types of colors, you know, particular types of photography style, like just come up with something, a brand guide, a photography style guide, and then stick to it. Yeah, I know. And like certain people might not even be good at photography. So you might just post 
only quotes, you know, but you could still use the same colors, the same font in every single one and have consistency throughout. So, you know, for those out there who are really bad at taking photos, you can always still use your Instagram to to get your message across, can't you? Yeah, 100%. Like if you're a real like verbal brand that has, you know, something really important to say or you're educating people, then, you know, words and text can work amazingly for your business. I definitely suggest adding video in because I think it's more engaging and different types of content kind of mixed in together. I think just creates a more visual impact. But I guess you can also, you know, really find success if you are providing value. So the next is call to action. So now that you've got your user's attention and they've been scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and they've stopped on you, they've looked at your post, what action do you want them to take? Do you want them to follow you, comment, like the post, share the post or answer a question? What do you want them to do? Yeah, so this is something you need to sort of capture them really instantly too because it is Instagram after all. Like people scroll. It's like, you know, milliseconds sometimes people are looking at your photo or your imagery. So you've got to capture their attention quickly, don't you? Yeah, totally. And like if you're going to be spending all of this time creating content and putting all of your energy into this platform, you got to be able to get something out of it, right? So like people want to be told what to do. So if you've got this really awesome post and then you say at the bottom, you know, head to my website to see more product photos or head to my website to see how I built this or, you know, head to my website to download my price list. People are like, ah, great. That's what I do next. So you're giving them something to do. Maybe if you're trying to get more followers, you could say like tag your friend or something like that so that you're getting more awareness around that post. Or save this post. So this is a fun fact for you. So your engagement, the highest kind of engagement you can get is if people save your post. And the reason why that is, it's telling Instagram, people love this so much that they want to save it and refer back to it later. And that takes me into our next point, which is value. So if you're creating content that leaves your audience with insights or resources that benefit them, they're likely going to save that piece of information. So I want you to think about what is your audience going to take away from consuming that piece of content? So you've created this post, maybe it's got some kind of information in it and then someone's gone and saved it, right? So that means Instagram's going to go like, people really like this and it's going to mean that it shows up further to more people. Yeah, I think back to when I had my Instagram going and I was using it quite often. A lot of the stuff I would save would be informational where I was learning a new exercise to do with fitness or there was some cool technique with a furniture maker or something that I was like, oh, that's really cool and I'd save it. So yeah, you got to think about the Instagram posts that you're really into as well and why you are saving them because there's a reason behind that, isn't there? Yeah, so if you've got Instagram and you're quite active on it, I want you to go to your saved files and have a look through to see what kind of things you're saving and figure out whether like those posts are actually providing you with some value or information. They might be inspiring you, educating you, showcasing a particular type of technique. They might be somewhere that you can learn or they could be also celebrating a win as well. So go through and figure out kind of what are those posts that you're engaging with most. All right, the next one is originality. Original. So this is a hard one because it's so easy to, 
like we were just saying, looking at your other people that you're into on Instagram and sort of being like, oh, I like what they do. And it's hard not to sort of take inspiration or, you know, like bite people's styles a little bit. Being original is really where you're going to stand out from the crowd. And what is it that makes your business different from others? There's always going to be something. Everyone is individual. And you guys out there listening, you have your own unique things to offer, don't you? Oh, absolutely. And I think that's the beauty of these platforms is you can really let your personality shine. And I love that. And you can show up you can have a voice. If you want to be political, you can be political. If you want to be funny, you can be funny as fuck. If you want to be like really inspiring and show your amazing craftsmanship, you can. If you want to educate people, if you want to lead them, if you want to, you know, showcase other people, like it is just such an awesome place to connect and engage with other people on like an even playing field. Like we've spoken about this so many times before on Instagram, you can literally reach out to somebody and be like, Hey, I like your stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. Like think about these huge celebrities that are on there. You're just as equal as they are on this platform. So at the end of the day, once you've figured out what your original ideas are, you've got to stay consistent because you can't keep flip-flopping around. One day be political, the next day be like this joker that's got nothing to do with that. And then the next time you're like, I don't want to do anything to do with politics. You have to stay consistent. So this is something that's really important with any Instagram, isn't it? Yeah, and I think that comes back to branding too, like figuring out your brand personality, your brand voice, your brand messaging pillars, your brand identity and all of those colors. Like it all comes into play when you're creating your content. And luckily for Al and I, our Instagram is just us. It really is authentically us. You know, we just kind of show up, we do our thing. And, you know, obviously we put a lot of effort into creating a particular type of color schemes. And, you know, we've chosen the fonts and we try to keep it all consistent, but it uniquely is what we absolutely love and adore and it really is our style and I think everybody out there has that it just might take you a little bit of time to completely develop those ideas and that's totally cool I think the best thing to do is just consistently create content because the more you create the better you'll get it's just like that practice makes perfect the more you do it the better it becomes you just know you start to go like okay well I need to hold my camera like this and I need to get this shot this shot this shot and I remember that this kind of content engaged more with other people and this went really well that wasn't so good so maybe I won't do that again and then you just kind of develop that style and really figure out what works for you and your business yeah I liked what you said there about how our style sort of is just true to us like it's so much easier to do something that is true to yourself because you're not having to like think of all these other ideas that aren't you and yeah I would suggest to anyone out there listening that if you are doing Instagram and you're trying to figure out how to go about it I would say do things that are really interesting to you because it's so much easier when you do and it's really hard to fake something for a long period of time so just do things that really bring you joy and find your tribe you know they're going to be out there totally and when it comes to like actually producing content so taking photos creating videos and all of that kind of stuff go out and learn how to do it I have spent so much time watching videos on how to create videos or watching doing courses on photography and all sorts 
sorts of stuff and learning new techniques and different skills. So there's so much free resources out there. There's also our course. You can come and join us. I'm teaching you everything I've learned. The next round will be coming out in May and I'd love to have you join us. But yeah, basically like practice makes perfect. And the more you do, the better you'll get and you'll really start to figure out what exactly works for you. So let's do a quick summary. First is start with your why and figure out why you're on Instagram, what you're trying to achieve, what your goal is. The second thing would be is to define your brand. So that's your brand language, your brand personality, your mission statements, your vision statements, what your value proposition is, what you're actually trying to say, what you want to put out there and what your messaging pillars are. Number three is your call to actions. So what action do you want people to take when they actually hit one of your pictures? The fourth would be give value to people, you know, whether that's educating, inspiring, whatever it might be, you want to give some value out of your content. Number five would be stay original. Like I was just saying, you want it to be true to you, be original and make sure that it's not copying every other guy or girl that's on Instagram. And then number six is consistency. You want to keep that all consistent. No matter what you're doing, make sure that it's all consistent. (laughs) Yep. That goes for your look, your voice, your messaging pillars, and also how often you post too, because you know, you don't want to be one of those brands who posts once every three months. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like when we say consistency, that means like consistency with your posting. Maybe you only post two times a week or once a week, but try to make it on the same time of day. So people know what to expect from you basically is what consistency means. And last but not least, I'm going to leave you with an extra tip a fun tip, and that is plan ahead. Sit down, brainstorm some ideas, do some research, look around the gram, see kind of what content it is that inspires you, write some things down. What message do you want to tell people? Have a plan. Go, okay, this is the story that I want to tell. What can I visually do to communicate that? Go and create that content, write a really awesome caption and then post it. That's it, guys. And tag us. Send it. Well, you don't have to tag us, but send it to us because I'd love to see what you're up to out there. Yeah, guys. Thanks for tuning in. It's just a quick one this week. Hope you've got some value out of this Instagram inspired episode and um, yeah we'll be back with another one next week. Yep and if you'd like to get in touch because you're listening to the show and you're loving it you can email us at g'day at alanimo.com.au and if you're interested in our online course called Successful Furniture Makers head over to furniturefriends.com.au for more information and like I just mentioned before we're taking our next round of intakes in May and it's going to be a limited number of seats so you want to make sure that you get in there if you are interested but thanks again so much for listening we love you we love you guys thanks for tuning in we'll see you next week bye bye